Justin. I'm Maurice, and you're listening to Category, Category Is. What's up, Maurice? Hey, how you doing? I'm great. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what? You seem really mellow. I am mellow. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm really like zen or blissed out today. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling good. Did you get some edibles? No, I didn't. CBD? No. Oh, okay. Zanny? No, didn't think so as I, but just Zan, just chill. Cool. That is a new look for you. It is, isn't it? Enjoy it. <laughs> it won't last. So what you been up to? Just working a lot. Also trying to make time for, like, you know, friends and being more social. Sometimes I go through, like, these moments where... You have I... to be more social? Well, you know, like, uh, with me, okay. I'm a pretty social person. Yeah. Uh, but there's moments and times in my life where I kind of retreat and kind of just go into myself and focus, and then I reemerge. <laughs> so I've been having metamorphosis. A re- yes, a reemergence as a butterfly. Late. Yes, moment larva. <laughs> okay. But I, Sunday I just went out to brunch with some friends. Okay. Then you know drinking afterwards, mm-hmm. and it was just really cool to kind of be out. It was a beautiful day to just to walk in the mm-hmm. city, mm-hmm. and um, yeah. It felt very spring-like. It was a little warm. It was Warmer nice. than usual. It was like, you know, low 60s, mm-hmm. yeah. which I welcome. Yeah. As someone who loves winter, I do like early spring where it's just like the sun's shining. It's a little warm. You can wear a heavy jacket and a light scarf. <laughs> yeah. You know, not like a super heavy jacket, mm-hmm. but like, a jacket, not a coat. Not a coat. Yeah, because we haven't had like a proper winter. It hasn't snowed. Yeah, it hasn't snowed. Over. I mean, it's been cold, but it hasn't really like snowed, snowed. Mm-hmm. But. Hey, yeah. global warming. <laughs> Thank like Greta. You're the president. Yeah, that's true. And others. Mm-hmm. And China. <laughs> the Wuhan is popping off. Child coronavirus. <laughs> How was your weekend? You say? It was good. Um, I had like a, <laughs> a kind of a different weekend for me. Okay. I had some um, adventures in athleisure. Ooh. Over the weekend. Because you know I do not feature the athleisure. I know you don't. Yeah. And so... I want to say, when was this? I think it was when I got back from L.A. Okay. We went to Lululemon. Is that how you say it? That's how I say it. Bougie bitch. You say Target too, don't you? Yes. I'm fancy. <laughs> Lululemon. <laughs> yeah. Limon. So we went there and um, got some athleisure. So mm-hmm. I, they actually, because they have... They have tall sizes now. The store in Rittenhouse actually carries the tall sizes. Oh, cool. Yeah, so I was able to, like, actually purchase something in the store. Oh. So I got a pair of Shiba Shire joggers. Yeah, Shiba Shire. <laughs> and so I... Ex-Lululemon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I got some of those. And surprisingly, they were, like, long, long enough. I thought they were too short. Mm-hmm. But the guy in there, he was like, no, this is how you wear them. And I was like... Okay, but I feel uncomfortable because my ankles are exposed. I'm noticing the styles like your socks supposed to show. Or you're supposed yeah. to have like some ankle. But I was like, my shin is out. Well, they're not that tall then. <laughs> not your whole shin. But they were cute. And so, um, yeah, so I got them like last week. And so over the weekend, I had like a ton of errands to run. So mm-hmm. I just um, threw on my athleisure. Because I had, like, the joggers and, like, the matching hoodie. Okay. So I felt, like, real old man in, like, a track suit. Or real white lady. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You and always scream I, on athleisure. Now look at you. I know, but it was so comfortable. hmm And people treated me, like, very differently when I had on my athleisure. Really? Yeah. They were, like, much more friendly and... 
just like seem more approachable, more approachable, and I don't know, it was just something, right? Interesting, That's going interesting, on. yeah. Or maybe you know the eggplant was swinging. They oh, was like stop. they like what they saw. But <laughs> so I just did errands on on Saturday, and then after that, I um I finished The Stranger on Netflix. That show I told you about. Oh yeah, I haven't started it yet. You haven't? No. It's pretty good. It has some some plot twists, so okay. you might like it. It's only eight episodes. Okay. So just yeah, yeah good for your attention. Up, I was caught up on Love Is Blind. <laughs> And then, so after I finished that, you know, they have the autoplay uh-huh. feature on Netflix, and I forgot to turn it off. And so, the um, Love is Blind show started yes. right after The Stranger. I was like, okay, Justin was talking about it. Let me check it out and see <laughs> what it's about. I could not get through five minutes of it. Because, again, the logistical concerns I had. I was like, okay, they got these people in these separate male female areas okay right then they had those pods that you were talking about and i was like okay hold up because y'all are both going down the same hallway so they had like the women come down the hallway and go to the set of rooms that were like on the left uh-huh. and then after they went in then the men came down the hallway and went to the rooms that were on the right right but then when they showed them like communicating with each other they were like the rooms were facing each other and mm-hmm. i was like wait hold up because if you look at it, there's no possible way that those rooms could be facing each other. Right. So they lost me right there. <laughs> <laughs> and I just couldn't. And then... Well, are you sure it was the same hallway? Or was it like two different halls? No, that was the same hallway. Because uh, okay. they, the they had the numbers above the pods. Oh, I wasn't paying that close of attention. Well, I'm, it's a, I'm very perspicacious. I pay very close attention okay, to detail. Okay, word. <laughs> yes. But understand, it's a social experiment. You have mm-hmm. to suspend some reality. The one thing I didn't get about the show, though, and I will say now, mm-hmm. is, is if you're, the whole point is, you know, love is blind, which is also a, like a misnomer. Yeah. Because I think like the quote, love is blind, is supposed to mean that like love makes you blind to someone's flaws. Flaws, yeah. Not like, you can love someone without seeing them because that's yeah. a key component in yeah. love. Uh, but I think that, like, if it is love is blind, why are you dressing up in heels Every and time. a cocktail dress yeah. to go sit in a room where someone can't see you? No one can see you. <laughs> like, hair laid, outfit together. Right. Whatever. And then your boy, Cameron, was the one you liked, right? Uh, Cameron, Cameron, Cameron. So Cameron Ooh, yes. looked it good. He was giving me something in that suit. He had some swag, too. Um, okay. But. He does. <laughs> Cameron looked like the white boy who pledged the black fraternity. Mm-hmm. He was like that white sigma that you have on campus. Mm-hmm. Everybody, <laughs> every kid has got a white one. sigma. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh huh. He gave you like that, right? And the one thing, the one problem I had with Cameron, he was like, you know, love is blind, and I, you know, can see someone past their ethnicity and past their race. I was like, but you only date black girls? He doesn't Come only on. date black Come girls. On. He says he's had a history of dating black girls well, at the age of 28. So come on. Well, Cameron, Cameron likes what he likes. Look, That's fine. Okay. But Cameron because, was on a mission. Right. I think that he knew that Lauren was black. Mm-hmm. Lauren acts like she didn't know he was white, which I don't know how she didn't know. She didn't know She's hella naive. But, um... Like later, if you watch the whole show, Cameron be rapping, but not like offensively. Know. So oh, oh, oh. Cameron, Cameron is—he very much knows he's white. He very much accepts his place, but he has a little bit of swag. He has a little bit of, you know, like I, he laid it down on her when they got the Mexican. He must have laid it down. <laughs> but he also shows like commitment. 
in the willingness. Like he's like, I want her to have my babies. Like oh. I, 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 want, I want this house for Too us. Much. I want her he to probably be my got wife. good credit too. He does have great credit because oh. I'm like, you 28 and you got this five bedroom house. <laughs> oh, I ain't get that far. He was like, I'll protect. He's like, I'll protect you. Uh-huh. I'll provide for you. You don't gotta worry about nothing. Oh. And I'm like, those words will get you wet. Oh. Okay, oh, that is that's attraction there. Uh, Nez. I mean, he is a scientist. He probably got a good job. Oh, yes. <laughs> Cameron remind me of like that one white boy in like the group of black friends, uh-huh. and you look at him, you're like, damn, he like he must he must got something. Like he must be cool as fuck. He is really cool though. Like he's he's chill. Like he talks real suave mm-hmm. and slow. Mm-hmm. But the one thing I didn't John B. Realist. Maybe I didn't. I was not, I was not into like because it was a three part series. So like the first five episodes, uh-huh. the second five episodes, and the last episode oh, they comes out this Thursday. Much, yeah. Um, but the last five episodes I was like cleaning and watching, so it didn't have my undivided attention because mm-hmm. I really liked the pod part because mm-hmm. I'm somewhat of a voyeur, so it's like that. looking in. But um, I don't think that Laura met his family. Really? Yeah. Oh. But he met her father. Her father went in. He didn't shake really? his hand at first. But let's look at the spoilers. Yeah. It's too much. Okay. And then another thing, another problem I had was like, remember when after like that first experience where they would come back and they were like, oh, so who'd you like? And everyone pulls out their notebooks uh-huh. and then they're like, oh, I like this one. And then they were like running down all the good qualities that that person had. Uh-huh. And they were like, and then you can see like the people that they were talking to like, oh. Oh shit! I might need to get on her. Uh-huh. I mean, might need to talk to him. So it was like, okay, this is a competition. Somewhat, yeah. But the the one thing that I think that they should change about the show when they do a season two, they should not do a season two. They're going to do a season two. They probably did because they filmed this like two years. I ago. I think it's probably like already in the can yeah, or like yeah. wrapping soon. But the one problem is that all the people on the show were like pretty attractive. They were you well, they except were like, for that girl, Kelly. I don't know any of their names. It was like the heavyset girl. She was like a little thicker than the rest of them. Gigi? I don't know their I'm names. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so into the show. I'm sorry. Um, I think that next time they do the show, like I really want them to push the boundaries of this concept. I think that they should get people who are not conventionally attractive. They should get some people <laughs> who are, you know overweight or fat or people who are differently able, differently able mm-hmm. or people who are like actually blind like no because yes. you know why they're gonna be single as fuck <laughs> nobody gonna pick them and then if they do pick them it ain't gonna last because people are shallow they are. don't get it twisted they are. all these people on this show are Especially Jessica's ass. Jessica is the I worst. I'm sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. What she look like? like? She's a blind girl. She's 34. Oh, and she was dating the young guy, the 24 year old. Yeah, but she yeah. don't like him because he's Mexican. And yeah. He's short. But she's like, oh, you're 10 years younger than me. But she really likes the guy who's only three years older than him. I'm like, girl, uh, bye. Yeah. And then she told him. She, she told her fiance that she thinks another man is sexy. I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah. I could talk about this show the whole episode. Yeah. Let's move on. Yeah. But <laughs> I will not be watching. I wasted. Seven minutes of my life, and I cannot get those back. Ooh. Right, well, let's hop into the next segment of the show. It's time for what, what you're drinking. drinking. So tonight we are drinking wine. Tonight we we yes. have been doing cocktails for a while. We have been. But yeah. It's a wine down today. <laughs> yeah. It's been a uh, one hell of a week. So we got to go back to what we know. Yes. And so, courtesy of my mom, she got mm. me this uh, like a wine subscription. I love those. <laughs> For Christmas. Yes, go on. So we got like this box of wine in, um, I think we got it first thing in January or like very end of December. Mm-hmm. And it was like 15 bottles of wine. And you still had wine left? 
Well, she forgot to cancel it. Ooh, <laughs> I was oh, like, oh. I was like, Mom, this is too much wine. Like, I can't be drinking all of this. Nah, I could. Mm, that's a lot. Fifteen in a month. I used to get thirty in a month when I did Ooh, the wow. wine subscription, and oh, I would right. go through about one a day. Yeah, I could see you doing. That. <laughs> <laughs> but so I told her to cancel it, and then she forgot. And then so she called me on Saturday, and she's like. Oh my God, I forgot to cancel the subscription. You're getting a box of wine tomorrow. And oh, was, wow. Oh, okay. Because we haven't finished that first box yet. Oh. And. Well, thank you, Mama Snake. <laughs> yeah. And so it's a mix of like white wines, red wines, rosés. And so Justin is drinking. It's called uh, Potenza. It's, it's uh, a Monte Publiciano di Abruzzo. Prodotto in Italia. Yes, it's Italian. Uh, how is it? <laughs> it's good. I do actually, I, I like Italian wines. Mm-hmm. Um, they're good dinner wines. This is nice and smooth. Mm-hmm. Like, I find like a lot of Italian wines are really just smooth. Okay. I like a little bit more bite, but this is delicious. Yeah, it's, it's really at... cool. It's kind of like, a, it's, it's like a Chianti almost. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I looked it up. It's like a $20 bottle of wine. Yeah. yeah. Fancy how yeah. I like the label. Yeah, it's really cute. Yes. Yeah. What you drinking? I'm drinking Albarino, uh, which is a Spanish wine. It's white. It's crisp. It's light. You know I love mm-hmm. my white wines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even in winter. I can't drink well, room temperature. we've been having spring-like weather. Yeah. It was warm today. It was like 63. It was cute. Yeah. Um, but it's it's really good. It's crisp. It's light. It's very, um, it's very good. Okay. It's a product of Spain. So we have a Spanish wine and an Italian wine, two countries I will be visiting this year. Oh, yes, in the spring. Yeah. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we're drinking them out of the um, the category is wine glasses. Yes, that our custom glasses from your sister-in-law. That my sister-in-law got me Lovely. It's a family affair down yes. the category is. Thank you, Smith family. Yes. Chuck say that? Oh, That's fine. Know they know when Yeah. Let's get into the categories for the week. It's time for category, category is. Well, today was a uh, big day in uh, Los Angeles mm-hmm. and even for the, the country and the world. Yeah. As it was the uh, memorial service for Kobe Bryant and his daughter, Gianna. Mm-hmm. Um, I was at work. Yeah. And, you know, it was blocked on the work computer. <laughs> oh, However, you know, I pulled up my phone. I got the unlimited data. So I just pulled up my YouTube and mm-hmm. I watched the entire memorial service. Like, How long was it? Um, it was about two-ish hours. Oh, okay. It was weird because I was like super busy today. Mm-hmm. And it was just kind of like playing in the background. But, like, okay. you know, look over and watch okay. whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was out of, I wasn't in my office when Beyonce was singing. So I missed that. Oh, Okay. Um, I came right in as Vanessa spoke. Oh. It was gut-wrenching. It was um, really, really sad. I mean, yeah. I just think that she is incredibly strong. And I could not imagine speaking in such detail in front of such a large audience mm-hmm. and for such a long duration. Well, Mama was zannied down. I do that's, the she only that's the way only way I could have done it. Yeah. Or she had some really good edibles. I think it was just Xanax. But her mouth wasn't that dry, so maybe she wasn't on the edibles too much. Xanax. Yeah, it was, it was a Zanny. Um, I didn't see it because I work out in the burbs, uh-huh. and it's like the boonies, and I don't get no good reception out there. Oh. And I wasn't trying to, you know, violate the internet policy <laughs> <laughs> down at the, the job. job. <laughs> so um, I'd watched like clips of it when I got home right. uh, today before I came here. And it, whew, 
I, uh, I don't know. I, I have so no good. words. It was a lot. I only saw like 10 minutes of um, Vanessa's mm-hmm. speech. It was like toward, I, th- I guess it was the end mm-hmm. of the speech. Um, I cannot even imagine like what she's going through. It's unimaginable. Yeah. It's and a Hamilton song. Was it? Is Sorry. It? Yeah. Uh, the only like. Yes, yeah, it's just a lot. Like to lose your husband and your daughter. It's too much. Tragically, and she was talking about the last text that she got from him, and then how they were supposed to be planning like their vow renewal and just all this mm. other stuff. Like they were supposed to have like a date. It was just like, ooh, right. girl. What got me was when she said, "You take care of Gianna up there, like mm-hmm. in heaven, and I'll take care of the other yeah. daughters here." I was like, "Oh my, yeah, God." Because in that the last bit, she was talking about how, you know. Um, Kobe and Gianna were just like they had the basketball connection and they spent so much time together and they were just so mm-hmm. like you know that w- they were just had that bond that right. was like unbreakable and she was like God knew that they couldn't survive without each other mm-hmm. so that and I was like oh yeah it was it was too much I mean it was I'm a done. lot yeah I was I mean I was fighting tears I was done I was like I, I can't I can't watch. I mean I, I just I will pray for her and our family yeah and I just let me just give her you know. Lots of good energy and mm-hmm. strength. And a bobby pin stop. because stop. <laughs> I was here for her in support, but girl, you should have rethought that hairstyle. Just a little she bit. She was not thinking. She got a whole team. Somebody beat that face. Somebody curled that hair. Somebody should have put. That was the least of her concerns. <laughs> That's true. Day, okay. That is true. She, the hair was in the face. It was in the face. And, you know, she's looking down. She's reading... This, she probably didn't think, oh, I'm going to be looking down at the podium. So my hair is going to fall a little bit on that right side. They had teleprompters, though. Yeah, she should have used that. But, but I mean, or, or, or just get an old nasty veil. She should have done that. That would have been a better look. Cause but it don't matter. If it was me, I would have did old nasty Coretta. <laughs> you wouldn't have wanted to be you. This is a horrible <laughs> situation. That's this is true. a travesty that and is devastation. True. And I need to not make light of it. Let's but not at all, please. She should have <laughs> did an old nasty veil. And she wouldn't have had those problems. Right. So, I didn't... I did see the Beyonce performance mm-hmm. after the fact. Ooh, what is that? Wait, uh, stop. Oh. It's Smiths. Oh, okay. So, I saw the Beyonce performance after the fact. Uh-huh. And I had some concerns. I don't know who stage managed this, but the wind machine girl. There's a wind machine? Yes, you didn't see her hair? No, I, I did not. Oh. See I did go back and watch her performance. As I said earlier, I missed uh-huh. it live, but um, I thought her suit was great. Mama was thick. She is thick. Um, Them hips was padded. That blazer. It was a nasty, like, mustard, like, curry. It wasn't, it was like a curry. Yeah, it was like, like a, a golden, curry, yeah. A, a golden. Mm-hmm. It was a tribute to the Lakers. Like colors. the Lakers colors, yeah. Uh, it the blended wig, with her hair. The wig was a little heavy. The wig was heavy. But, I mean, I liked her rendition of Halo. The only thing that, for me, um, I felt like, you know. I didn't like this one. The, her, the fact that she sung all her songs, XO and Halo, it felt like a little bit too poppy. It felt too current for me. Not that I'm critiquing someone's funeral here. I feel like really even bad saying this. Um, but I just feel like, you know, I, I like tradition. Uh-huh. And I like, I, I needed a good old gospel song or a good old Catholic song. I didn't realize that Christina Aguilera sung Ave Maria. Yeah. But I did watch yeah. it. And they needed to have Catholics. someone on yeah. the mic because the mic was off. But You know, Christina is not having a good look at the fumes. She's she not. need to stay away from the fumes. Because we, we remember what happened to Whitney. 
<laughs> I mean, she got her period in the middle of that performance. Allegedly. Some people said, well, she said it was Tanner or Bronzer or something. The Whitney uh, and, homecoming. And she was sweating and it was running down her leg, all nasty like. But, I mean, maybe she was having a heavy flow day. Stop. And she had on the wrong pad. She wore pants this time. <laughs> um, I thought it was a skirt. Was it? Oh, look at I don't know. Anyway. But, <laughs> but Beyonce, she started the EXO song, which I had never heard. You never heard that? Uh-uh. Oh, wow. What's, what's he do song? Uh, uh, self-titled. Yeah, I, I didn't see that. Mm-hmm. I didn't hear that one. Um, and I was like, is this appropriate? And then she started over because she fucked up the beginning. Uh, or somebody messed up the beginning. I think it was the some the music or something. Oh, I thought that was a plan. She was like, I want y'all to sing along with me. No, no I, didn't, I didn't get that. Because uh, when she started, either the, they were having problems with the mic. Because even Christina had a problem with her mic. Okay. Yeah, and so it was, she was like, I'm going to start this over. And I want y'all to sing. Along with God, okay, okay, because Beyonce is a consummate performer. She's yeah. not gonna let. She's a professional. Yeah, she looked good, but yeah, the performance was not not hitting for me. To me, it wasn't. It was just. I don't want to hear Beyonce songs. At a fume. At a fume. Yeah. That's just me. Okay. Um. But this was well, my fume again. I didn't plan this, <laughs> and also not for nothing. Not to bring up Whitney again, but I think when I think of. Funerals mm-hmm. or memorials on this scale. Mm-hmm. There's only two that I can recall in my lifetime of viewing, and that's Michael Jackson's and Whitney Houston's. Aretha. Oh, Aretha's. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm sorry, Aretha's, because that's when uh, Adriana. No, I'm sorry, but Ariana. Ariana. Yeah, and yeah. that nasty pasta did that reach around, mm-hmm. touching her and, boobs, and, and call her Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm sorry. Three others mm-hmm. besides this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's Michael, Aretha, and Whitney. He's the first non-music person, but I right. felt like music. The other three were musicians, so music was so much it's more. A very integral part of this. Exactly, yeah. and this was just a lot of talking. Yeah. Okay. So that's what kind of what got me. And then no see no shade. Like it was a lot of talking and I was just like watching, watching, watching. I didn't know any of the people who get had given speeches. It was like okay. uh some other WNBA player, a college uh woman player, uh Gigi's godfather. Oh, and I was like the coping on any black people. Oh. But then um Michael Jordan and Shaq, Shaq came mm-hmm. up and spoke. And I was like, yeah. Okay, okay, this is well rounded. Well, it's like you gotta have your family people mm-hmm. and then you gotta have like your work people. Right. And I don't want my work people at my phone. <laughs> I'm going to let that be now. Can it come to the repass? Nope. Oh, okay. Nobody? Nope. I have cake in the break room. <laughs> <laughs> Brenda can't come? Nope. Susan from accounting? Nope. Oh, wow. Okay. Karen from finance? <laughs> Uh, Karen working at HR. Karen being everybody's business down at HR. Stop. Mess. But, so I think they were going to have Beyonce, Shaq, and Jordan. So I think they probably thought, that's okay, that's, yeah. And Alicia Keys. Uh-huh. It was a lot. I, I don't know. But again, I just want to wish much um, <clears throat> healing and yeah. strength to the Bryant family. And therapy. Go to some therapy. I'm sure that that will happen, but grieving is a process, mm-hmm. and um, I just pray that you know they'll they'll get through this. She's she's a strong strong woman. They will. She's strong, um, and they got a lot of money. Well, one woman who was in L.A., but I didn't see her there. Was Rihanna there? I do not think she because she was in L.A. for the NAACP Awards <laughs> the night before. 
Well, Beyonce was at the funeral, but she wasn't at the awards. True. Well, you know Beyonce doesn't want an award show unless she's getting awarded. She got like five awards. Oh, she and did for blue. the line, for the um little um what's it called? She got it for the Lion King. The brown skin girl song. Bra- um, blue Ivy got it for a brown skin girl. Oh, wait, Blue Ivy got it. Blue Ivy got an NAACP Image Award. Girl. Stop. Yes. Blue Ivy shits on thirty-five year olds. <laughs> right. <laughs> Beyonce won for Homecoming. I think the documentary. Okay. Um, something else. What? Lion King. Something else, and she didn't even show up. Wow. I guess she was at rehearsal for the film. She, you know, she was rehearsing. Yeah, yeah. And then I didn't see the rest of the awards, but Rihanna looked good. Rihanna, she won like the President's Award, President's which I guess awards, is like the highest like a, award of the evening. Yeah, it's like an honorary, like. Uh, it's whatever. for philanthropists or like a business. It's just <laughs> search me because I do not know. I'm not sure. Lizzo won for Entertainer of the Year. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I mean, I feel like we talked about awards all awards yeah. season. I feel like the NAACP Image Awards is late, like black people. <laughs> um, so it kind of like just and Beyonce rounds... to the fumes because <laughs> that's why they started late. They did. That's what I heard. Because it didn't start till like two o'clock. Because mm-hmm. I had a two o'clock meeting and I was like, no, it started a little bit before two. Oh yeah, okay. it's supposed to start at one. Because I was walking to my meeting looking at it on my phone. But um, I feel like uh. You know, the NAACP Image Awards are still very much necessary. Yes. I think that they're important. They are. I think it's great. But um, I think it also ends the award season. I think the award season is officially over. I thought Oscars ended. But I think what I said, I think last time, when we were talking about the Oscars, I think that, you know, as minorities. Underrepresented groups. Yeah. Well, that too. Um, I think that we should place more emphasis on our own awards. We absolutely should. Except the BET Awards. But that's yeah, that's trash. a hot mess. And do they still have the Vibe Award? The Source Awards. The Source, yes, they do. Ooh, they always be shooting at that thing. They surely do. I'm not going. But I think, you know, we should place more emphasis on mm-hmm. our own awards because we have every year the Oscar So White hashtag. Right. Um, we always have the um, Grammys controversies and, you know, mm-hmm. they might throw us a little Urban Contemporary Award every now and then. But... But that's wrapping up this deep psychological and sociological idea of black people being subjugated in this country but why so, why? a mass or assume to the American ideal. But, but that we got our own make, award over like, here. They ain't make that for us. We that's ain't never fine. gonna win at that game. That is fine. So go do your own. Do our own thing. And I think I that agree. we should spend more time, invest more money, invest more emphasis in showing up for the people who are down for us. You heard that the answer? <laughs> Show up. Basically. And bring Blue Ivy. I think that's why they threw her an award, too. Because right. they were like, if we throw Blue Ivy an award, then Beyonce and Jay gonna show up. Right. And B said, uh-uh. Not on today. Nah, I'm not trying to smell like that Popeye sandwich. Stop. Down at the wars. You know they have some good food out there. Mm-hmm. Well, she stole the Popeye's uniform anyway. <laughs> that's true. Anyway, moving on. Well, moving on to another development in the legal realm. Uh, today, Harvey Weinstein was convicted. He was convicted on, I believe, um, two counts. Two of the five. Two yeah. of the five mm-hmm. counts. One of which was third degree rape. Now, and the other one was a first degree criminal sexual assault. What is a third degree rape? Because like first degree murder is like I'm gonna murder you and mm-hmm. I did murder you. Mm-hmm. Second degree is well, usually kind of, and then third degree, like what is third degree rape? Okay, well, are you giving me permission to speak on this? From a legal perspective, because <laughs> you, every time I you're do, you're the legal scholar. And <laughs> you you like haven't mentioned me. you haven't mentioned this episode that you 
I went to law school, so here we go. That was, that was shade. That was shade. Um, the, what usually differentiates the degrees is the level of intent. Intent, right. Right. So first degree murder is when you killed someone knowingly and purposely right. to have that outcome. Right. Second degree is like, oh, I knew that what I was doing had the potential to kill a person, but that wasn't my intent, right? So it gets kind of murky. And then third degree, then it kind of gets into like manslaughter land. Right. Where it's like, oh, well, what I was doing was reckless or careless, mm-hmm. and it could have killed someone. I didn't mean to kill like them. Like involuntary. Right, but that uh-huh. was the, but there's also voluntary and involuntary. Oh, so like the, the, it goes to levels of intent. It is, mm-hmm. is minutiae. It's too much to break down in this podcast. But, um... With, with regard to rape, I am, to be quite honest, I'm not totally sure of the okay. differentiation in the jurisdiction yeah. of, I believe it was New York, right? I don't know. Um, for the degree, so I'm not going to speak to it. Okay. But just for general purposes, it goes to the level of intent. Okay. So, like, sometimes in a rape situations, it's not like a violent act. Like, there's a rape when, like, you know, you follow someone or beat violent, them up in the beat alley. Them up, violently rape them uh-huh. and you did that with the intent to, to have that outcome mm-hmm. sometimes it's like oh you know you could think it was consensual but then at a point it no longer became consensual okay. but you didn't stop like the, the lines get blurry so I'm just gonna say it goes to level of intent okay okay so when's the sentencing I'm not sure when the sentencing is uh-huh. but I know that he's facing I believe 25 years on the uh, sexual criminal activity oh. the first degree okay. and then he's facing an additional four years up to four oh. years. So that's up to 25 and up to four. So, so you could do a max of 29. Of 29. I'm not sure what the statutory or the legal minimum is. Okay. But he's an older guy. He's going to be... <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Uh, be, hard to read down to this trial. I don't know what he's doing. Because when he start using his walker, I want him to put some tennis balls on his walker. <laughs> because... It wasn't no tennis balls on it? No, it wasn't no tennis balls. He, he, he's, he's like climbing up the steps and shit. And I'm like... Mm, okay, like, are y'all trying to portray him as this weak, you know, he couldn't possibly raise somebody. He got to use this walker. Absolutely. And then I'm like, and but if ju- he was in a hover round, I'm like, okay, well, you got to be, you know, kind of together to use a hover round. Right. Maybe you could raise somebody. But I'm like, stop. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not on the hover round. Stop. <laughs> but this walker, though, like, girl. I think that um, also it's good to know that the jury consisted of seven men and five really? women. What is- uh, I think that was purposeful. Okay. I mean, it's hard because I believe that his defense team wanted to, um, like, have the trial move to a different venue, which means still within the, the similar jurisdiction, but, mm-hmm. like, a different area. So mm-hmm. that's, like, if a crime happened, uh, a, a big notable crime happened in Philadelphia County, mm-hmm. you want to move it to, like, Carbon County or something. Where's that? Exactly. Okay. Right? To a different venue where people might not know about it. Okay. But I think due to the... Due to the public nature and the publicity around this case, mm-hmm. there was no venue for which he could have gone to to have gotten a fair trial, according to his defense team. Okay. But I think that, you know, justice was done today. I think that it's important to think about the over 100 women who came forward with some form of allegations against Anybody him. Anybody checked on Rose McGowan? Because she'd be popping off on Twitter she all the time. Be. But I think that, you know, I, I, I think that this is somewhat of a, of a movement forward for the for this the me too era however that's not without saying that a lot of women have also taken advantage of this movement yeah perpetuated a lot of negativity and Mm -hmm. false claims and it's hard because it's like with the good comes the bad comes the bad you know you know people are on the come up too and they will they'll be opportunists yeah and so some of the stories i'm like "Mm, girl you 
Mm, maybe you wanted to suck that dick. Oop. Right. Or I. It's hard. It's hard because I don't. I wasn't there, so I don't know if he was mm-hmm. like violently pushing that little shriveled dick on them. Who Harvey? Harvey. Was, yeah. I think in the case of Harvey, it is there's overwhelming amount of evidence. In the case of a Bill Cosby, there's an uh, overwhelming amount of evidence. Allegedly, because that was 50 years ago. It doesn't matter. That was, uh, 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 and y'all was on Quaaludes and all kind of, mm-mm, I don't know about the Bill well, Cosby. If someone but, gives you Quaaludes, that's no longer voluntary. But, Surreptitiously. But you remember all that shit 50 years later? Girl, come on. But you was high as a kite. Voluntarily first, and then you ended up back at his, where, I don't know. But anyway. You know how Hollywood works, and I was just in Hollywood. I know them people fake as fuck, and they will do what they got to do to get what they want. (laughs) Right. Mm -hmm. And so they will try to do whatever. And maybe he just offered them some dick. Along with a contract for a job. And if they did not accept both, (laughs) they did not accept the dick that the contract went away. So that's a quote. But but does it say in the contract, you got to suck my dick five times? You can't put that in the contract. Exactly. So how do we know that they're telling the truth? It's, um, it's an extra, it's a, Mm -mm. it's a. (sighs) Them people fake. You know know how power works. No, but in, in LA, in LA, all them people are trying to get what they think is theirs. And you know what's funny? I, and not that I don't believe her, because I do believe Lupita. Lupita got that me too? With, with Harvey specifically. Oh, she massaged him. Did she? You didn't read her story? I she wrote an op ed in the New York Times. I don't read New York but Times. But what the thing that got me, and I do believe that Lupita's story happened, I don't have a reason to not believe it, but hers seemed particularly peculiar because all the other women that he went after were white women. Right. Right? Not like a mm. African woman. Um, and they were all Hollywood actresses. Mm-hmm. And at the time she was a Yale student. That's like very much like a totally different kind That's of actor. So yeah. And it's like, these are these are women who are like in industry, mm-hmm. in Hollywood, trying mm-hmm. to do film. You were trying to do stage. You were still a student. It seemed that her, there were certain things about her story that didn't add, add up. up to mm-hmm. the other ones. So you have a happy ending? There was a pattern. I don't know. He asked to massage her. She said, no, but I'll massage you. And she oh, said she, she did. offered. No. Uh-uh-uh. <laughs> she offered. She, no, but she, let me... Let me give the full context. Uh She said that she did that to kind of like uh, rotate the power structure so Mm. she wouldn't be in a vulnerable position. He was naked. She massaged him while she she thought a happy ending. Stop. (laughs) But she thought of an exit strategy. Um, She said she was in his house in Connecticut and his kids was downstairs. Like, so how she could not walk out the door at any moment. You don't know unless you're in that situation. And I'm oh, no, honey, I know. Oh, okay. And the thing is... But you're a man. You don't know. Um, I Not know. to say men cannot be in a Exactly, because that's what you're trying to say. That's not what I'm saying. But the thing is... But it's different when it's man on man. No, I'm it's not, not. I'm not saying that that's any... That it's not valid, but there's a, there is a different dynamic. I'm not saying it can't no, happen. No, it's not. There's not a different dynamic. It's con- she, you, there can still be sexual assault and in a public conduct between two men, but it's a different in dynamic. The position to say, "Oh no, you get naked, and I'm gonna give you this massage," and he butt ass naked on that massage table. Bitch, just walk out the door. Like, what's the problem? He gonna chase you down the <laughs> stairs with that little shriveled dick. How do you know it's shriveled? Swinging. Child, that thing is shriveled. <laughs> Okay. He's going to chase you downstairs and his kids are downstairs too. Come on. Like, you know what it is at that moment. 
So, yeah, you might have made a poor decision or you regret what you did in that situation, but come on, Lapita. Girl. Right. I'm not going to nobody's house on a Saturday at night time for a meeting. Right. But, but I mean, I might. <laughs> 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 and don't act like you ain't never did it before either. But not for a job. For a, that's a different type of oh, That's true. Okay. That's true. Anyway, speaking of happy endings... That takes us to our next category, and we are hoping for a happy ending out of this. It's time for our Sussex segment. <laughs> it's a segment, segment here yeah. now. Sussex segment. So it ain't Sussex royal no more. Our two favorite people. They're two of my favorite people, are they? Yeah. No, he's not one of my favorite people. She is, not? though. I, Prince Harry is like my other little brother. Is he your Cameron? No. Oh, he got a little, you know... Male pattern baldness going on up top. A what? Male pattern baldness. Oh, I didn't hear what you said at first. Harry's like thinning up top. He's not so hairy. So he still couldn't get it? I mean, he could. <laughs> okay. He just, you so know. he's your Cameron. Um, no. Okay. Because Megan is like my homegirl. I wouldn't do that to her. True. Yeah. But, um, so the Sussex segment for this episode, it was in the news recently that you know, they're on their path of carving out their new life. They are no longer going to be full-time working members of the royal family, effective March 31st. It's the end of the first quarter. Yes, it is. And so there's been a lot of talk this week that they are they cannot use the term royal mm-hmm. with their, um, they were starting like a new foundation, a new charitable initiative that they can't use the word word royal because they essentially are not working royals okay and you know the news and twitter and everybody blew up about it Mm -hmm. they said the queen was being um vindictive or that the queen was being you know asserting her authority and she don't really like megan that's why she's stripping her of this royal thing but she took megan on a train though yes she did Harry hadn't even been on that train. Right. And William hasn't either. And neither had Catherine. Well, she frowsy. <laughs> <laughs> but how do you feel about this? I feel like, not to know Shay, and I'm not thinking that Megan is conniving. I think that she went and married into the family with the best of intentions. Mm-hmm. I think that she went in thinking that she would get support. Mm-hmm. And they let her down. And I think well. that, like, she... I think that she ain't she ain't beat for the bullshit. I think that she kind of got in quick and she saw what it was hitting for, and she's like, "All right, either I can sit here and endure this for the rest of my life, or I can carve out a new path and do it for myself." And I think that she was had a lot of courage in deciding to do this because she's going to get a lot of. Um, you know, pushback and vitriol, but she was gonna get that anyway. anyway so yeah. why not do it on your own terms? So I think well, that um, Megan is a very um, enterprising, entrepreneurial woman, and I do think that she is going to uh, turn this negative into a positive for her bank account. Okay, um, you're correct on some of those things mm-hmm. so people are saying that you know it was personal and it was, it was like all these um like personal reasons behind why they got quote unquote stripped of their royal um designation but right. when you look at it because they released this whole statement buckingham palace did that said that um 
they still maintain their HRH, mm-hmm. his and her Royal Highness titles, but they cannot use them in this 12-month period where they're going to, you know, essentially be non-working, non-full-time working members of the royal family. Right. Um, they cannot use the term royal with their charitable foundation, Sussex Royal. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the long run, because like you said, Megan's going to get pushback or she's going to get flack anyway. Mm-hmm. And so there's many... Um, like legal and legislative reasons why they can't use it because if they're not full-time working members of the royal family then they can't say royal it will cause confusion. it will cause confusion and they would you know say oh they just trying to cash in mm-hmm. on the royal title they're not even working for the country you know blah blah blah. so it's there's a lot of governmental reasons why they can't use it mm-hmm. and it's just a, like a logistics and protocol thing it has nothing yeah. to do it's with a trademark right it has nothing to do with any kind of personal relationships or anything that might be going on behind the scenes Um, also they benefit from it because once they remove the royal Mm -hmm. the word royal from their foundation which is going to suck because you know they do have the instagram they they're they were setting up this foundation so it is going to suck like in the immediate term because they're going to have to change all of that only for 12 months though and then next March or next April, they're gonna have, they're gonna revisit and you know reassess like oh are we gonna stay out are we gonna or are we gonna come back in to um to the royal family full time mm-hmm. and so you know it frees them up because they can say um nobody can say oh you're just trying to cash in on the royal title or you're just trying to cash in on this and I think that they'll probably rebrand it as Sussex Global ah. I might need to trademark that real quick. Hurry up. <laughs> Let me get that Instagram real quick before um, we'll somebody else does. Huh? We'll have, they'd have to pay you for They would have to pay me. Oh, shit, I'm about to get rich. <laughs> and so, yeah, I think they would try to do something like the Clinton Global Initiative or whatever theirs is the called. Clinton Foundation. Foundation, yeah. Um, so I think it benefits Harry and Meghan because they the don't... Clinton Global Initiative. Global Initiative, Yeah. But Harry and Meghan, they don't need no royal title. Everybody knows who they are. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows that they're royal. Everybody so knows. They have celebrity. Yeah. And so they don't really need that in order to do everything they're trying to do anyway. Right. And it frees them up substantially. Good. Because they won't get that scrutiny. That, oh, they're just trying to get a check. And oh, blah, 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 blah. See, that's a different perspective that you've been presenting that mm-hmm. I haven't heard in okay. the popular press. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm a little bit, you know, more informed and more... But the media also just tries to sell drama. Yeah, yeah. Because all the headlines are like, the queen asserts her power and she strips them of their royal blah, 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 or all this other BS. And it's just, it's just clickbait. Clickbait. salacious. Yeah. For the, for the clicks and the likes and the, and the headlines. But... For the clicks. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, I think they're going to probably model themselves because they got a lot of like they were at like a goldman sachs or mm-hmm. was it jp morgan chase or somebody um like fundraising dinner or something and they got flack for that saying that they were they got paid like five hundred thousand dollars for harry to give like a little speech but that was false but they were sitting next to j-lo and a-rod oh really yeah at the same table celebrity outranks royal in well many cases. i mean the British royal family, as them being one of the most imperial countries in the mm-hmm. world, I mean, they have colonized half the freaking globe, right? Mm-hmm. So they are the probably the most powerful royal family mm-hmm. in the world. They are, yeah. But I think about all the other powerful dynasties that, like, 
or monarchies. No one really was checking for them outside of Letizia mm. and, and <laughs> who else? <laughs> like Maxima, Queen Maxima of um, the Netherlands. How many of our listeners is checking for the Netherlands? How can you even find the Netherlands on a map? <laughs> like that's true. Is monarchies and royalty is no longer relevant? Celebrity? Oh, no, it's very relevant. It's relevant, but it's celebrity. Relevant. But but now celebrity has at the very least become. Mm-hmm just as relevant if not can surpass i mean correct who would have thought the little black girl from the third world of houston texas would be uh, like just as important or if not more important than a royal mama tina thought that well she did <laughs> you gotta believe in your kids your kids and your children but i think that um you know just to wrap this up they are in this like 12 month review period they're gonna reassess i don't see them going back to being full-time working members of the royal family yeah, either. i don't because a year is a long time and just imagine taking a leave of absence from your job <laughs> <laughs> okay justin in 12 months you can come back and we'll talk about how everything went and whether you want to rejoin the fuck that right i'm not coming back they stand to well, make it depends on how bad you got check they they good for it they can be making a lot of money true on these speaking tours and Writing books and her line with Target. <laughs> Don't even start. But they are gonna be good. I think that for the level of privacy and protection, <laughs> privacy, privacy, okay, bitch, <laughs> and protection that Prince Harry wants for his family, I don't see them going back because they are gonna have a very fulfilled life. Great. Yeah. Well, we wish them that. Yes. Okay. What's well, time for the next segment of the show? It's time for our realness segment. Yes. This week in realness, we're going to talk about social media. Positives, it's negatives, and how we feel. More so than negative. Yeah. That's really <laughs> what it is. You know, it's interesting because years ago, I, I've always had a presence on social media, but I remember after my first year of law school, I deactivated my Facebook account. Okay. But earlier this week, I remember telling you, like, I think I need a social media detox. And you're like, why? Yeah. And I just think that I had to kind of revisit that question of why. And I think that I'm not going to take a detox. But what I am going to do is curate my social media. And I think that I need to kind of go like through. Like Beyonce curate? No, not curate what I post. Although, oh, I mean, okay. we all curate what we post, but not mm-hmm. to that extent. Mm-hmm. But I think I need to kind of like just go through my followers and just kind of like Marie Kondo that shit. <laughs> like, you know, like look at each follower and be like, does this person bring me joy? Do I like what they post? What kind of content do they post? And how does it make me feel? And then kind of like... How do aspects look? Well, that's, you know, <laughs> that's, really the, that's really the determining factor. Exactly. Because I follow lots. Of, I have so many Insta days, it's disgusting. Thoughts. In a world where we spend so much time on social media, I think it's important to kind of, at times, go through and reevaluate, but also detox. And I still might do a detox just for one week, though. And I think that, you know, maybe that's like. That's not long enough. I used to do like you, 30 days. You need, yeah, you need enough time to create a new habit. Right. Of not. Right. But, you know, when you have a podcast, it's like, uh, how do you do that? Okay. But we'll see. Maybe on, like, the next break between seasons. Okay. That's actually a convenient time. Yeah, that was a good time, yeah. Um, But, I don't know, how do you feel about social media? I hate it. I don't think that it, the what we use it for today, I don't think it was the intended purpose of it. Mm-hmm. Um, Because when you look at just the levels of, for lack of a better word, bullying and... Um, 
all the negative things that come from social media, mm -hmm. I don't think that was the initial intention of it. I think that, you know, when Facebook first came out, it was like, oh, it was a tool where people could connect with, you know, people they went to high school with or they went to college not, not, I remember when it first started. Uh -huh. I had my Facebook account and I created it in August of 2005. Okay. You know, they expanded it to, I forget, whatever. Everybody. And but it, first, it wasn't even like at every college and you had to like kind of wait until your college got added right. and then um if you had then i think first it started like alumni account it was a it was very selective in the beginning right but then that kind of bred that oh i gotta have it i gotta be in it i gotta you know be on facebook because mm -hmm. everybody's gonna be on facebook right and then it came it became okay well how many friends do you have oh i gotta get the most friends so we were just like you would add people who had your same name or people you went to high school well, with or people you went to college with. I used to add with. people to have my same name because yeah. that was before we had Ancestry.com. <laughs> yes. If your name is not Smith and your uh -huh. name is my last name, uh -huh. it's not a common last name. Right, but people would look for people who had their exact name. Oh, no. Yeah. I would look for people with my surname. Oh, no. Mm -mm. I wasn't fine with that. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, a, that's a whole world. Way too many people. <laughs> and so then it became, oh, well, what organizations was I in? Let me add everybody in this organization. Let me add. And it just became this race to, you know, how many people I could have. Because that was, that was the status at the time. Right. And then when, like... Instagram came out was only for Apple users, and if you didn't have an iPhone, you couldn't get on Instagram. And then when they finally opened that up, it just became okay. It was like the that. same yeah. kind of situation. Well, let me add all these followers, and let, or let me follow all these people. Let me get them to follow me, and it just got to be too much. Right. And then now we have like the TikToks. First it was like Snapchat, and now it's TikTok, and now it's like all this stuff. And we're just I'm like too old for those. Dancing on yeah, it's just like you're dancing on this shit for like shits and giggles or you're eating a spoonful of cinnamon just for some oh, like vine oh yeah i forgot about vine right yeah and just like we doing all this dumb shit like we're using this technology for what like when the aliens come back and they're gonna see like, we try to give y'all this technology species. yeah <laughs> and this is what y'all doing with it i think for me also i think that like you know in this day and age you know it everyone curates their, their social media presence um, not really. No one is posting their failures. No one's posting their depressed days. No one is posting their miscarriages. No oh, no, they are. Well, sometimes they are. They are, because like, <laughs> I was like, girl. But no, people don't post the bad days. People post their vacations, when they bought a house, when they got married. They're not posting their arguments or when they husband cheated on them. Or, you know, <laughs> people post what they want to post. So mm -hmm. it, it creates this alternate universe, mm -hmm. honestly. Because it's funny, even like I have family and friends who are just like, oh, well, I don't call or text you as much because I listen to the podcast every week. Yeah, I get that too. And I feel like I, I know what's going on in your life. Uh -huh. I'm like, but there's stuff I don't say on the podcast yeah. that is like, it's not a real place. But mm -hmm. that's a good example. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, well, I see your posts. But that's not actually the same as seeing me. Right. You need real live human connection. That digital representation is mm -hmm. not the actual world. Yeah. Well, and so with the detox, like I don't, I have Facebook. I don't mm -hmm. use it. Mm -hmm. um, I posted for the first time in probably a couple of years. Right. Um, on your cruise. I didn't post on Facebook. On your cruise? Mm -mm. Oh, that must have been your He boyfriend. posted, okay. yeah. <laughs> and the thing, like he didn't even have Facebook for like the longest time. And then we went to, we went somewhere like on some trip. Uh huh. And you know how like you can like airdrop the pictures? So he airdropped me some pictures and mm -hmm. I looked at them. 
And you know, they were cute. I think it was when we went to Mexico like two years ago. Okay. That bomb-ass resort. Yeah. And then, I want to say like the next day, he was like, you don't like the pictures? And I was like, what pictures? I was like, no, I like the pictures. Like, you know, like the pictures are nice. Like, you uh-huh. know, so the ones you airdropping? He's like, yeah. He's like, but you didn't like them. I was like, I do like them. He's like, but you didn't like them. I'm Dude, like, what are you talking about? <laughs> right. And so I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, I posted them on Facebook and you didn't like the pictures. I tagged you in them. I was like, oh. I didn't even know. I was like, oh, okay. Oh, well, one, I didn't know you reactivated your Facebook. Right. And I don't use Facebook. I didn't even have the app on my phone. So I wouldn't know to go in, mm-hmm. check it. And like the pictures, and yeah. so it's one of my sisters doesn't even have social media, and for her age, yeah. it's it's almost shocking. Yeah, but I feel like she's happier because of it. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, and even on my Instagram, I said when I initially started, I was only going to post a max of fifty pictures per year, ever. Girl, bye. Because if you can't get it in fifty pictures, like what? But it's an ongoing thing. Like no, it's not. I have like. I have well look, I've had Instagram for maybe four or five years. I only have okay. 121 posts. Okay. That's not bad. You need to delete some of them. Really? Mm-hmm. I, oh yeah, some of <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I'm like, mm, I just I'm a private person, but I also mm-hmm. I just don't I just don't think that people need to know everything every single moment of my life. That's true. You know what? I, I don't post in real time when I'm on vacation. No. I take pictures. You and get then when robbed I, like Cassie, you know? Well, <laughs> Christina Milian. But what I do is like when I get back, when uh-huh. I land back stateside, mm-hmm. I will post like, here's some, I, I post all my pictures at once. You blowing people's timeline up. A social media detox is really good. A lot of people do them around like the beginning of the year or whenever. One of my, one of my friends, she said that the only reason she goes on Facebook every day is because us, I guess they alert you when it's somebody's birthday. She forgets people's and, birthdays. Yeah, so she's like, she looks at the birthday thing, and if she hasn't talked to you like within that year, she'll just delete you as a friend. Ooh, yeah, I like that. Yeah. I didn't see it going that way. No, <laughs> I like that. Yeah, I'm gonna employ she said that. that's her thing. Yeah, yeah, because it's like it's like your closet, right? Mm-hmm. If you haven't worn it in the past season, mm-hmm. then you need to get rid of it. Well, it should be a year because well, yeah, the if past... it's like the winter, you can't wear well, it. Seasons, so much stuff, right? Yeah, but you know, if, so if, you, have, if you haven't worn it in the past year, you need yeah. to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. That, I like that. Yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna do that. Yeah. Just delete, delete. I've had people slide into my DMs on LinkedIn <laughs> and set up coffee dates, and then we go out on a coffee date. It's smash. And it ain't a coffee date no more. If you can't or don't feel like you want to do a detox, then I think what you should do is what I'm doing is like I'm gonna say a cleanse for your mental health. Yes. Um. So now it's time for I, I said what I said. said, and so my I said what I said is another social media trend so this is probably why people need to get off mm-hmm. of the social media so this new trend have you heard of sharenting no so it, it's a play on like sharing and parenting mm-hmm. and so the newest trend are these parents who will film their reactions of them opening up their child's report card okay yeah and then they read out the grades. The kid is standing right there. Mm-hmm. And they're reading out the grades. And it's anxiety-inducing for both parts. Because, one, I'm like, 
why do we need to know? Why are you broadcasting this? Yeah. Why are you got somebody recording it, first right. of all? And then you got your kids standing there. Report card time is always, like, stressful time for kids, especially if you fucked up. It wasn't for me. Well, it can be for a lot of kids. Okay. <laughs> but I don't know that life. I got I mean, A's. But it's, but it's judgment, <laughs> I, and it's it is, like, it is. you know... It's just it's just too much, and mm-hmm. you should not subject your kid to that. Mm-hmm. To one, film it is already problematic. Yeah, because two, it's a personal moment yeah, about their scholastic achievement. Right. Two, to then read their grades aloud and then post that on social media? It can be humiliating. Yeah. Even if they do well, it could be humiliating. Yeah. I mean... And then the articles, oops, sorry, the articles that I actually saw about this trend, I mean, most of the kids did well. Mm -hmm. So it was like, okay, girl, like, they got straight A's. Like, like, what the fuck are you? Yeah. So it's about, it's like a bragging thing. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, well, what if your kid did bad? Then how is that going to make them feel? And why would you do that to your kid? Right. Like, you're supposed to be a parent where you want to uplift and support your kid, help them any kind of way they need. How is this helping them? Mm-hmm. And it's also, I think that, I think that we become desensitized to social media and its proper usage. Mm-hmm. And I think that people feel like everything's for sharing. Like, you know, people won't let us know what meal they eat every, mm-hmm. every time of the day mm-hmm. or every time they work out. Or, you know, people feel the need to share the mundane with us. Mm-hmm. But I think there's also a sacredness and privacy. And, mm-hmm. and, we don't the relationship you have with your child is between you and your child. Yeah, and you shouldn't broadcast that to mm. the world. Yeah, and I, you know my philosophy. Once you start putting stuff out there, it no longer belongs to you. It belongs mm. to us. So when you put the kids' report card out there, I want to see the next one, <laughs> and I want to see the diorama, and I want to see when the they fail. I want to see all of that. Yeah, no, I'm good because <laughs> them kids are gonna be fucked up anyway, and I'm not trying to deal with that because the kids are the future, but. You just shouldn't do that to your kid. Like, the kids are up there, like, crying. Mm-hmm. And they could get, like, straight hundreds, but they're still, like... Embarrassed. So embarrassed that, oh, my God, what is my mom going to say? How is she going to judge me? Like, what is... You know, what kind of punishment am I going to get? And they're, like, shaking and shit. And I'm like, bye. I would hate for you to be my mother. Right. Yeah, because it it's just... It's just a lot. And people put so much, you know, emphasis on scholastic achievement. And do it's that. just... Well, my mom did. My mom did. Yeah. I think we live in different times. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But y'all need to do better. Like, don't don't put your kid through that. Right. You should support them, no matter what the grade. But just don't even put it on mm-hmm. the internet like that. And I said what I said. I hear you. And I have another internet, social media related, I said what I said. And this goes for parents who have, are like the Sussexes. <laughs> they got one foot in the door of social media and one foot out. Okay? They want to show off their family. But then they will put the dumb baby emoji or man emoji or woman emoji over their significant other or child's face. Or the LOL emoji. I never saw the LOL one. It's the one that's like crying, laughing. Oh, yeah. They'll put like a laughing. They'll mm-hmm. put some emoji over a child. I most often see this over children's faces. Mm-hmm. But I have also seen like even the model Jordan Dunn. She had a picture of a very handsome, svelte looking black man mm-hmm. on a beach with her and her son. But she covered up her man's face. She's like, so like how you know he handsome? She announced her engagement. I didn't even need to know that he's handsome. I was like, whose man is this? <laughs> that was my first thought. Okay. I was like, she's like, oh, yes, it's my fiance. If you feel the need to announce, to show us everything but his face mm-hmm. and announce on social media when you have 
tens of thousands of followers. Jordan Dunn, mm. the model has lots no. of followers. Okay. But then you cover his face, it's like, okay, my first thought was he must belong to someone else. Ooh. Or he's like, probably ugly. Or he ugly. Yeah. But it's like, why share than not share? And I, I do get for privacy because I will be like Beyonce and not show my child's face. I would not do that. I would just not show my child at all. I, I'll hit you with a cute back of the head or like a cute like silhouette. But every picture is only the back of the head. Right. But I see people out here. where they holding your pinky finger <laughs> or something like that. Like don't, if you're going to show it, you got to show it. Yeah. I, I get that. But I see people out here with full pictures of five-year-olds. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like the family vacation and they have pictures on all the kids like emojis over all the kids faces because yeah, they don't want to show the kids faces that's ridiculous don't share just don't like, share you can't, have bus- you can't have your cake and eat it too mm-hmm. the purpose is sharing your life either you're going to share it or not it's dumb get your ass off social media show them ugly ass babies and them ugly ass husbands Basically. and I said what I said and now it's time for tens tens tens, tens, tens across the board. board my tens this week is going to Someone who we lost this week. You know what? This Black History Month has been not very unkind. <laughs> it's been a rough one. On a and we, year. And we got an extra day. Like, girl, I can't take much more of this. <sighs> but my tens this week is going to NASA mathematician Katherine Johnson, who people just found out about her in the 2016 movie Hidden Figures, which starred Taraji P. Henson. Who actually played um, Katherine Johnson? Yes. Um, Octavia Spencer, Janelle Monae, and somebody else. Mahershala, Mahershala. was on there. Yeah. Academy, two-time Academy Award winner. Yes. Mahershala Ali. So, Miss Katherine Johnson was hired by NASA in 1953 to calculate the trajectory for Alan Shepard, who was the first American in space. And she did that before electronic computers were ever used. She also helped prepare John Glenn, who was the first American to orbit the Earth. She got the 2015 Presidential Medal of Freedom from Barack Hussein Obama. And she was in her 33 years at NASA. She broke barriers of race and gender and showed generations of young people that anyone can excel in math and science and reach for the stars. Tens for you. Katherine Johnson, member of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated, graduate of West Virginia State University and West Virginia University. Tens for you. She's a brilliant mind. She was 101 years old. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. So it's just her legacy will live on. NASA was tweeting today about how impactful she was and... You know, it's sad because, like I said, people kind of just found out about her. Right. But 101 years. Amazing. Her legacy will live on. It will live on. And Mother has lived. She is getting tens, tens, tens. Tens to her. Yes. I hope they give her a star. (laughs) No, not like a Hollywood walk of fame star. Like an actual star. Like name one after her. They they really should. They really should. They really should. That's a good idea. Um... My tens in the same vein, keeping with the theme, and not that we're trying to make the tens an in memoriam, and not that Jennifer Hudson's going to show up at the pod. Down to the fume. <laughs> Down to the pod <laughs> and sing here. Ugh. But there was also another passing this past weekend of actually someone who was important to me. Um, and this is B. Smith, also known 
as Barbara. Also known as Barbara Elaine Smith. She okay. went by B. Smith within the business. But she started out as a model. And then she mm-hmm. kind of went into the lifestyle realm. She was really widely known sometimes as the Black, Black Martha, Martha Stewart. Stewart. Yeah. Um, I never forget. So for some of my friends that know me, I used to love, and I still do, to like mm-hmm. throw parties. Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget when my grandmother gave me like a set of like tier trays. The trays. The yeah. B. Smith trays. And I was like, oh my God, I have my own B. Smith trays. Yeah, I had them too. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, but um, at age of 63, she was diagnosed with early onset oh, Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's, yeah. And she really did a lot of work within the Senate to bring awareness to the issue, to mm-hmm. bring awareness to the African American community about the issue related to this disease. And, um, you know, she advocated until her dying day. Mm-hmm. And I think that it is uh, beautiful to recognize her for all her achievements within, you know, the, the spaces of beauty, the spaces mm-hmm. of homemaking and lifestyle and cooking. She was a chef. She had lots of restaurants called B. Smith. Yeah, I wanted to go to her restaurant. I know. Are I they still open? To, no, they're not. Oh, wow. I never went to one. But, um, oh, wow. She was a really amazing woman. And, and not to make it about me, because, you know, I always talk about how people talk about others but uh-huh. i did have a brief but personal connection with her it was at the 2008 inauguration party of barack obama at the howard theater in washington dc and i went with my aunt and i got um wildly drunk that evening <laughs> she will remember <laughs> she won't remember no no she will remember oh. because something happened and oh. she will not let me forget it after oh. <laughs> that night but i drank an entire bottle of gray goose and um Man. that evening i danced with b smith and it was a lovely, lovely night. You got to post your picture. I like take a picture. Oh, see. It ain't happen. It did happen. Oh, and I danced with Taraji. Oh, okay. It did happen. I swear <laughs> to God. But I'm not the person who was up to celebrities you and says, put let me get a picture. Media. I don't ask celebrities for pictures. That's not something I do. Wow. There's only two celebrities I would ask for a picture. Who? Beyonce and Mariah Carey. You're going to get either one. Right. So, <laughs> therefore, I don't ask celebrities for pictures. But um, she's a beautiful woman, and may she rest in power. Or peace. How about that? Both. Okay. Okay. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for joining us at another week of Category Is. We will see you next week. All right. Bye. Thank you for listening to Category Is. Be sure to like, rate, and review the show wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow us on all things social media at Category is Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And you can contact us at CategoryIsPod at gmail.com. Check us out on the web at CategoryIsPod.com.